Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. It is time for the 2022 awards up next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Thursday, October 13th. I am an extremely overdressed Frank Stamfel here on the award show. Why not? Joined <laughs> by my guy, my buddy, Scott White. And let's start off with the most valuable hitter and most valuable pitcher, Scott. No surprise with these two. Aaron Judge, the number one player in fantasy baseball this past season. And Justin Verlander, who is likely the American League Cy Young Award winner. Yeah, and for these choices, there was some element of value incorporated. Judge wasn't, of course, an early round pick, but he wasn't a first round pick. And he ended up being the best hitter in fantasy by far. Uh, Of course, the 62 home runs, that was 16 more than any other player. And if I can use point scoring uh, to to put that in perspective, the gap between Aaron Judge and the number two hitter, Jose Ramirez, in that format was bigger than the gap between Jose Ramirez and the number 23 player. So even though it was like a third-round pick, that uh, I think Judge is deserving of the most valuable hitter. Verlander, meanwhile... He was the number 29 pitcher, starting pitcher drafted on average. There was a lot of skepticism of uh, the the 39-year-old coming off Tommy John surgery, which maybe was appropriate. I didn't share in that, I can thankfully say. Uh, he ended up being, at least in 5 by 5 scoring, he ended up being the number one pitcher. The most improved hitter and pitcher this past season, according to Scott, earning these awards, Nate Lowe. And Kyle Wright, uh, Nate Lowe went from a 771 OPS in 2021 to an 851 OPS in 2022. Kyle Wright was your lone 20-game winner this past season with 21. Scott, thoughts on these two? Yeah, not only did Lowe improve in terms of the season-long stat line, you, you pointed that out. From June 1st on, he had 317 with 24 homers and a 914 OPS. So Ooh. it'll be hard wow. to... Uh, he'll probably be one of the ten top 10 first basemen drafted next year, I'd say. Pretty close anyway. And then Kyle Wright, I like to use this example for him. So, yes, he, he ended up being the majors' only 20-game winner. He wasn't on anybody's draft board coming into the year. And even in the Scott White Dynasty League, which is a 24-team points league, where the, the starting pitchers are stretched so thin in that scoring format and, format in a league of that size that... And even in that league, Kyle Wright went undrafted. He ended up being a waiver claim. So, yeah, I think most improved is a fitting designation for him. 
The Bobby Big Bad Award is given out to a late-round player who provided a ton of power, and Christian Walker would fit that mold. He had a career-high 36 home runs, and the opposite would be the Freddie Fleetfoot Award, which is given to someone who helped us out with steals this past season, and obviously John Birdie led all of baseball with 41 steals this past season. Scott, I don't know that I'm going to be very excited to draft John Birdie, but Christian Walker is someone I think I will like as my corner infielder. Yeah, I mean, it kind of depends where he goes. Uh, it kind of depends where both of them go because stolen bases have, for many years now, kind of been the the main driver of, of hitters' value in rotisserie leagues. Now, I don't think it should be that way going into next year because I think we're going to see stolen bases explode with some rule changes that are that are taking effect. But if if people stick to their usual approach of overvaluing anybody who's going to make a dent in the steals category, then I do think John Birdie could be drafted. I think I'm 14th at both second base and third base, which isn't especially high, but it's definitely him getting drafted in Roto Leagues. I'll probably be passing him up myself, but I could see I could see him being overdrafted. Not a very good hitter. I'm not even sure he's going to stick in the Marlins lineup next year, and those are the concerns. Walker... The power looks legit, just based on like the the exit velocity readings. Um, in terms of X slug, he was 92nd percentile, and he got the batting average up to 242. It was still 15 points below his expected batting average. Plus, he was one of the most shifted upon right-handed hitters this past year. So, with the shifts being severely limited next year, uh, it, it's possible, unlikely, but possible, we actually see Walker improve all the more. All right, Scotty, let's wrap up quickly here with the best comeback. Pitcher edition goes to Zach Gallen. Ridiculous season. Awesome second half as well. And the best comeback hitter edition, A. Eugenio Suarez, who raised his batting average nearly 40 points year over year with 31 homers and 87 RBI. Scott, what do you think about Zach Gallen and Suarez? Well, yeah, the impressive, the most impressive thing for Suarez is he did that despite moving from Cincinnati, a hitter's paradise, to Seattle, other end of the spectrum. You know, with his power, if he's able to hit over 230, that's probably good enough. Third base is weak. I have him as a top 12 player going into next year. I think I think this is probably him maxing out his potential. That's what this past year looks like, so I'd be careful of relying on him too much. But somebody's going to need to draft Eugenio Suarez as their starting third baseman next year. And Zach Gallen, uh, likely to go somewhere around 20th at starting pitcher next year, maybe even inside the top 20. All right, you want to hear about more awards, then you could do so on the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast. You can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Saturday morning. Bye-bye. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 